Alrighty, we started with some uh, pre-show speculation, but Podmore Get Better, it's back. Haven't haven't done this in a while. We got everyone oh, yeah. sitting down, gathered in one place. Uh, hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. We're officially between uh, Thanksgiving and Merry Gigsmas. It is November 8th, 2021. I am Will Sandstead. Andy Fox. CJ Wengler. Alan Zerl. And Luke Nelson is banging some games. He's got his headphones in, so I don't know if he can hear us, but uh, Luke is here as well. Yeah, so we're actually sitting down, not playing any golden tea, uh, getting prepped up for the Dallas tourney. Dallas tourney this weekend. I am pretty, pretty pumped up for it. We got stop number six on the Power Events Golden Tea Tour, and we also have the Top Gun Little Gun. So excited for that. Two tournaments in one. Uh, 225 people currently signed up, I believe, as of yesterday on Tuesday, which that is, is totally freaking 150 was like, oh, 150. That's, I remember when 100 was like, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A part of me was a little sad. It got to 225 on Monday, and I was like, I want to see it keep going and maybe get to 230, 235 yeah. before. But she's stagnated at 225, yeah. and that's fine. That's a lot. Yeah, they, they talk about, you know, <clears throat> potentially 10% don't show up, which basically would still put it just over 200 yeah i hope it's 200 yeah I, I think just to just to say yeah. the fact that they hit 200 attorney is freaking sweet oh yeah shout out to steve and all the other guys that like have worked the last two weeks to just keep like like funneling in one more machine two how more many machines they, how many three more machines now? a machine here and there and now they're up to 40 yeah, yeah. 40. 40 machines wow. yeah. i'm 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 eager to see how this goes uh with that many machines, like Steve's just going to be like pulling his hair out, like calling matches. Calling yeah. People. Oh, yeah. First timers, if you're listening to this, this is not the tournament to walk up and ask questions. Yeah. This is probably yeah. the worst worst time to yeah. do that. You ask know? Paige. You can ask anybody else. Yeah, like, that like, looks like they've been to tournaments. They'll answer the question for you, but I probably wouldn't ask Steve. Yeah, if you see someone on the machine shooting you know they finish up on 18 the guy shoots a 26 under or better chances are they've been to attorney go ask them your question they'll yep. most likely be able to answer it it's usually typically pretty straightforward uh yeah don't don't go up to the scores table unless you're reporting a score which also means that you want a match at your first tourney so probably shouldn't yeah. be too much interaction except for paying your entry fee um, but yeah, this this is going to be freaking nuts. I'm I'm looking to see how this executes because I know uh, Power Events, like you guys were saying, got help with some of the other local players, other local vendors and stuff, bring in extra machines. And I don't know the financial aspect of it, but to see the support where uh, you get local vendors on board, I think realizing that they have a chance to make money on this too, mm -hmm. and you know make sure everything goes smooth for Power Events. I, I think it's a win-win. I think this is going to be awesome. Yeah, should be Agreed. fun. And buy teas. Buy them whenever you think about it. Just buy them. <clears throat> yep. Buy as many as you can. So other thing for first-timers, don't go up to the scorer's table asking a ton of questions. I think Jason Stark is currently on negative three questions for this tournament. Oh, yeah. no. Yep, he's, yeah, he's done. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's going through the friends and family, the phone-a-friend challenge right now. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, what, what advice would you guys give uh, T CJ, you're kind of the new kid on the block. I would just say, I mean, it's, people always say it, but just have fun. I think a lot of people put way too much pressure on themselves to play good, and it's kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's a bonus. Have you ever seen someone come on the scene and gain popularity as quickly as CJ? Jason Stark. So, Stark, self-shine specialist. 
Self shine extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brock maybe. Um, Self promoter, I should but, say. But 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 <laughs> if this is your first tournament, you haven't really been on the scene. Number one, you have to realize that a lot of us have been playing since our early twenties, literally fifteen to twenty years. We've been to these things. Our nerves are kind of built up. We know how to pace ourselves through the weekend in terms of a sleep schedule, how much to drink, how much not to drink, how much to eat. Yeah. Um, I still haven't quite figured that out. <laughs> yeah, advice, say, yeah. advice to newcomers is pace yourself because especially at this tournament with so many people and on Sunday even with two tournaments, you don't want to be all fucked up by in, 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 like into 2 that, o'clock. You know? Into that point, number one, we have to be there signed in, paid by 11 a.m., They'll start the Calcutta at 11 a.m. and 225 people. That's going to go a while. Hour and a half, probably. Yeah. Probably two, yeah. I would think. I think Sussex went till about 12.30 or 1. So I would think tournament doesn't officially start till 1, 1.30. And with that being said, Saturday night, after qualifying, a lot of people disperse or start playing money games. You, you have to play your first two yeah, matches. Yeah, you probably have two yeah. matches. So. And unfortunately, at a tournament like this with such a strong field and this many people, a lot of people are going to go 0 and 2 and literally be out Saturday night. Yeah. But keep in mind that you have to play Saturday night. So while normally you're out playing with buddies at the bar and you're drinking beer, trying to get the nerves out here during the qualifier, you might be in a fast group that plays a qualifier in four hours. You might be in a group that takes eight. I've I've, I've been in both types of group. But long story short, number one, pace yourself. Number two, if you get a chance to sit down, just sit down because it's it's a grind. It can be a grind. Mm -hmm. And we're not getting any younger, I'll say that. Also, uh, introduce yourself to people. Like, yeah. don't... I'm terrible with names. So. I'm terrible with names, too. Yeah, but I, like, need people I've, see, I've had people me. come up to me and be like, yeah, you know, I, I've seen... I've been to a couple tournaments, but I've always been, like, kind of reluctant to introduce myself to you. And I was like, like, I'm nobody. Just, You're an intimidating yeah. fellow. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's weird because when I first started going, I, I was kind of of that same mindset. I was worried it was going to be all clicky, but, like, this is one of the coolest, most chill groups yeah. where people aren't stuck up. Like, you know, be, you know, they talk about Luna, Haas, you know, the, the top upper echelon players, and, and no one's, like, too big of a dick. I mean, unless you're talking their ear off for 20 minutes while they're playing. They're going to introduce themselves. Yeah, where are you from? How's it going? Yeah, you want a beer? You want a shot? Okay, cool. I'll catch up with you in a bit. Nice to, you know, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Except for Evan. You might want to be careful around him. He can be, no, he's, yeah, he's better. He's no, better I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just giving him crap. <laughs> yeah. So 225 signed up. 32 people make the gold. Typically at an event where... You know, whether it's a smaller power events tourney where it's 80, 90, 100, or it all of a sudden bumps up to 130, 140, 150, 160, uh, typically the cut line is about one and a half strokes off per course. So over the course of five courses out of the seven, we already know Monte is in, you, you get a decent amount of leeway. In theory, you get about seven, eight strokes where you're kind of potentially on the bubble. Mm-hmm. And we have Baja, which is pretty pretty straightforward. Hin Temple, pretty straightforward. We know Monte's in. I think it's gotten a lot better. I uh, I didn't know we knew the courses. We don't, we don't. but Monte's in because Gary Sheldon has a side pot for if he had a five par five. Okay. Right. Or so, one on a par five. Yeah, right. so we know Monte's so in. Fair. And then the other six, I'm sure they'll just roll a dice, and the first two numbers that come up, those courses will be out. Is yeah. that also why Temple is in because of hole nine? We don't know the Temple's in. Is hole nine a par five? Mm-mm. That's the arch part. one? Yeah. No, that's, that's no. a par four? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, was it, hold on. Was it a par five when we were laying up? Was that one of those par changing holes? No. 
It might be. Maybe that's how it got to 30 under. No, because you can drive it now. It's a par 4. That's an eagle. Even if it was a par 5, that was a standard eagle. Oh, still an eagle. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so 32 people goal to gold uh, with this field. I, I, I think it's going to be tough, and we'll have pick the prick and pick the stick. Ooh. Who, who's going who's gonna to miss the cut and who's going to get in the cut? That's going to be shocking. So we got speculation coming on that. Uh, 64 people in the purple bracket. Then we have the pink bracket. And finally, first time ever, we have the copper bracket. So that's uh, yeah, that's... That, 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 that's pretty solid. Uh, gold's got gold's gonna be tough to make. There there'll be names who end up in purple, unfortunately. Um, but that's just the way the track ball. Do you think gets they'll ever sometimes? Like if they if they keep getting two hundred plus people, do you think they'll ever make the main bracket sixty four people? I think so, but I think it would have to be a consistent turnout. Yeah. Because even even you can't with, be going back and forth all the time, you know. Yeah, because if it if it got to the standard with hopefully this PGA partnership, which we'll talk about, but the standard where it's over two hundred people and you have sixty four gold, sixty four purple. I mean, that in essence puts you at one twenty eight, where all of a sudden you still have room for an additional seventy two people, which is more than those two brackets in the pink bracket. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think it's feasible, but I think we as players would have to consistently turn out. For yeah. that to even be a consideration, does it ever get big enough where you actually just don't qualify for anything? And how would they do it? Draw names all of a hat? No, I, just no. Like, like if you, you just, don't get in the, you're in the cut. pink, you're you're just cut. Have a nice Sunday. You're not doing anything. That, that's a damn good. I question. mean, it gets to a point where they can only yeah do so much. But if they because do that, then it's going to kind of discourage people to come because. Know, if, oh if no! I, I know. I understand that. That's what I mean. Yeah, to, to pay for a flight and then five the games. Pro, on the Saturday. problem is, is you're cutting the people that are, are probably at their first tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, I, I think it should be an engaging experience, and I, and I think all these events are. I mean, we, we talked about the quality of the people who go to these, not just in terms of how good they are at Golden Tee, but just genuinely nice people. Yeah, because I mean, we obviously don't all think that way you know there's other people but mm-hmm. i think like the four of us sitting here would be he uh, just went to take a shit cj just had chick-fil-a so but i think the four of us sitting here wouldn't have it you know if we just got cut out of the tournament we'd be like okay well mm-hmm. you know i'm still gonna go out and take my chance it's probably not yeah. gonna happen but but i'm i mean i plan on being like a jimmy mack type of guy where if I'm done doing this, I'll probably still go to a couple and might not even just, spin, spin a track ball. Yeah, just to you know shoot the I mean? shit with everyone, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it doesn't – I know that we've got to attract new players. It's, I was, it's just spitballing. I wondered if that mm-hmm. ever could happen, you know, where you get to a point where it's just like, we just don't have to. Well, I, I, I think what they would do, because right now, you know how on Sunday mornings typically like – I think they've done it. Pink starts at 10, purple starts at 11, gold yeah. starts at noon. I think, if anything, they would just keep pushing that an hour earlier to accommodate that many people yeah. because, in theory, you're eliminating half the field in that first hour of whatever bracket because half the field, well, half the field, 25% of the field goes 0-2. What, I mean, what would, they do, what would they do if they didn't have that many machines? Like, what if they only had... 28 machines. I, they'd, probably I, say I think we, be, they'd probably say we start at 10 or we start at 9. I mean, with two it, it, tournaments on Sunday? I think they would also opt in for the people who show up Thursday and early on Friday 
which which they've made accommodations for people with delayed flights and so forth, or someone who has you know an engagement you know for their kid's graduation Saturday during the day and let people pre-qualify early. Yes, yeah, Steve's pretty good at figuring that kind of stuff out. If he knew yeah. that was going to happen, he'd probably put out a message two weeks early. Like Steve dick sucking. No, he put out a message two weeks early and say, uh, hey, anybody that show up Thursday. Offers on the table, yeah. You have the option of qualifying early. You don't have to, but. And then you could full. And then you could filter yeah. out 15, 20 guys, mm-hmm. you know, that don't have to. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Well, anyways, we do have 40 machines, so we're good to go. Yeah. yeah. I just did the little, my calculator on my phone. If there's 220 people, we should have uh, threesomes and twosomes. Still. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good. Which is huge. That's awesome. Four, 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 four players is brutal. Full three. disclosure, I may have done that incorrectly. Thir- three and three oh, is boy. fine. I just divided 220 by 40. What'd you come up with? 5.5. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. 5.5, yeah, that's three. So there's going to be threes and threes then, too. A lot of threes no, and threes, yeah. well, potentially, but then if you have threes and threes, then you'd have twos and twos. But yeah, 5.5 basically allows for a threes doing my math wrong there's going to be yeah. mostly three threes, threes and threes, threes. but yeah. there's going to be some threes and twos yeah which would be slick i mean they they run such a good tourney it's yeah i don't i don't want to rag on how would you, you guys know. would you guys pay an extra 50 bucks to be to guarantee yourself a two no i think i might do that yeah, if idea. he ever offered that, I think I might do that. A, a, a donation yeah. to the power events yeah or to I the do prize pool to pay like play by myself yeah I don't mind. Uh, or I, don't, he, I like qualifying, but I just don't like the foursomes. The foursomes, yeah. Auction off the twosomes. I think yeah. three player is kind of my sweet spot because if I hit a bad shot and I'm losing a stroke, um, I kind of you know do a circle, grab a beer, take a sip or two. The other two people finish out the hole, and now they're teeing off. And the vast majority now play stouts, where I can see two other people tee off and kind of get my bearings. Okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna play it like that, and just. Not necessarily yeah. follow them around the course, but all of a sudden, like, you literally have this two- or three-minute break where you screwed up, other people are teeing off before you, and you can kind of just not necessarily exhale, but get your bearings back. You can kind of regroup, and I, I think I think four is rough, though, because mm-hmm. then, you're, then you're literally waiting on every That's, hole well, over it, and over and over. It's not only that. It's the, it's the, the square dance you got to do. Yeah, the yeah. truffle shuffle. To get back to the machine with yeah. four guys is... Especially in a, when in, a, in, a, in an event like that, where there's just people everywhere, everyone's afraid to putt other people's putts, so you got to putt four times. It just takes yeah. it just takes forever. And I don't care how much space there is if you if you got to foursome, it's just it's always going to be that. Yeah, you get a guy that goes, the guy finishes the shot, he goes to the right, then the next time he does, he goes to the left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Texas two step. Yeah. yeah. So. 225 players. I know you guys were scrolling through the sign-up list. I already scrolled through the sign-up list. I have a Golden Tee player in mind who I think is going to surprise people and make the cut. And I also have one in mind who I think most people would think would make the cut into gold who I think will miss the cut. So that sounds like a pick the stick and a pick the prick. Yep. Someone's going to be sticking and dicking (laughs) and someone's going to self-prick and miss the cut. Do you guys want me to lead, or are you guys good to go? I'll uh, I'll lead. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I think my surprise gold bracket appearance, and some may take that as a slight or not, um, but just in terms of consistency and tourneys, performance at tourneys, and so forth, uh, I'm going to go in, in terms of sticking, Todd Clark, Bacon. 
I, I think he's gonna make it. And we're doing okay. this for main bracket make mess. Gold. Yeah. Okay, so pick. Yeah. So I, I'm. So pick the stick is not the guy you think's gonna win, which we. But he's gonna be a surprise. So are we gonna do that too? Uh, uh, no, no. Just, just a we've surprise. Done that a, a surprise guy to make the cut. All right. We're so gonna be like. So oh, then when we're yeah, done nice, with nice qualifier. When we're done with this segment, should we also do our winner like we normally do? Yes. Either or. I mean, or is that become a non-fact? Is that just like a non? Either or. I mean, it's just not entertaining. Based on statistics that we've done the past, typically it's the same four or five guys who tend to do that, which I'm fine with. I mean, we can draw names out of a hat. And, you know, well, then I'll just throw them. it in when I'm doing mine. Okay. Uh, yeah. And my player to prick, to self-prick, uh, sadly, Mark Gomez. He's, uh, <laughs> he's sober now, well, for a year and a half, two years, three years, whatever it is. Wow. He's, play- he's playing like absolute nails. He's ma- made the deep run, lost to Evan Gost on the towel incident, um, unfortunately. but I mean, See, he was going to be my surprise to make it. Well, really? it still can be. You don't he have to have the same maybe. opinion as him. He can. It's, uh, but what I think is interesting about this selection is it takes balls to do what Will just did because he is a known repeat listener. We, he mm-hmm. knows that he's going to yeah. listen to Oh, this. yeah, he messaged. He's like, And he still went podcast? right out there <laughs> yeah. he was and made that. You stuck to your guns. Yeah, he, he's going to unsubscribe to uh, the podcast. You didn't bow down to the, to no. the customers. No, but you got to mix it up every once in a while, too. I'm not going to call yeah. up the same people every time. Hey, I think this person's going to miss. Well, that was all of our picks to miss the cut, too. So now Oh, you guys all do? pick going No, I'm kidding. Well? I'm no. kidding. I, uh, my guy to make the cut, Jason Lo Shabo? Oh. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. I almost passed out. thought I was stark. <laughs> And he's made cuts before, but What's it feels this size. That's a legit. I Starks, know. I think it was 29 earlier, but now it's like down 20, to 24 or something. Four, yeah, he so, dropped so five he's, strokes. He's streaky. Tough he, night he, last night. He could yeah. catch fire. Maybe he was six beer Stark. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you shoot 72 over par, you're going to drop your handicap yeah. a little bit. He's always going after world records, and it sounds like he got the one for Tropical Falls this month. Ooh, okay. Yeah, all right. Worst, worst. My, uh, my prick, Sean Gervais. Oh, wow. That's that's a big one. This I know, I know so he had large. a wrist injury. Uh, we don't know how the wrist injury occurred, but his wrist was incredibly sore. I think Andy we know Fox how the injury occurred. Fapping accident. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Fox goes with Sean Gervais. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who's your stick? Not even on my radar. Oh, wait. To me, he Jackie's is Mr. Husband. Mr. Consistent. Yep, sorry. This is a really long list. Yeah. I'm gonna say for pick the stick, David Key. Is that is that yeah. worthy? Yeah. Would that be surprising? And then for pick the prick, David Key. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, God, there's just so many people. Um, well, if you have yours, why don't you fire I away? I don't. Okay. Um, I mean. Wow. Well-prepared podcast. It's, it's yeah. hard. It, I mean, uh, We've yeah. been looking at this well before the podcast started, there are by no the way. no repercussions for being wrong. I'll do, how about, would uh, Jeff McClellan? McJeff, yeah. Would that be? Or is that kind of, is that? I mean, you can pick who you want. Yeah. I'm just saying, is that worthy? No, that's, that's, is that that's valid good? for okay. sure. Yeah, long-time player. Yeah, we're good to go. I don't see Brian mm. B on this list. I When's the last time he wasn't at a tournament? I feel like he goes to all of them. And that That's was a good my... question. We know he's a jobber now. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, congrats. Maybe he doesn't have any vacation yeah. time accrued. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Um, 
So, um, holy shit! I hate to I hate to cut you off. We're twenty minutes in. Uh, in honor of Tony Johnson, uh, uh, we forgot to do a can check. And since I'm on uh, a new beer, uh, I'm drinking a Blue Mountain. Speaking of uh, Coors Light, yeah. Speaking of Tony Johnson, we've actually here at the Banger Bunker have started. Uh, he's told us that he's probably not going to make worlds unless something miraculous happens where he can't go on this ski trip. So we've actually started entertaining the idea of doing a Tanya Harding on Tony. So he can't ski and he has to come to Worlds. Yeah, so we need Wait, it. he wouldn't go to Mobile Worlds? No, he's not going. Potentially. Well, he might go. Potentially. He still might he, go. He, he already has a family yeah. and friend and relative yeah. ski trip booked. And because IT hadn't announced the dates... Tony already had it booked. I mean, he's That's an avid skier. But yeah. my point is, if we pull a Tanya Harding yeah. on him, he so, has no choice. So and, then, I, and then he'll practice mobile more because he won't be able to move. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, I I volunteered to put on a bear suit or my ghillie suit, jump all the bushes on one of Tony's ski trips, yeah. and attack him. Not not to, like, <laughs> maul him and, like, I hope he doesn't totally, physically, to totally physically hurt him. But just something enough where, oh, he kind of tweaked his knee, mm. he kind of tweaked his ankle. Something to put yeah. him out for skiing, like, but like, in for worlds. Like, get the MCL, but not the ACL. A yeah. sprain. Not a full <laughs> just, yeah, just it, a sprain. It'll, it'll be a lower body injury. Um, yeah. So anyways, my uh, my mm. pick to stick. Yeah. Um, I'm ready. Is Actually, it's Dave Sandmeyer. I because like it seems like every time people are up against it, Mm-hmm. Or they've got like they just barely made it to the tournament, mm-hmm. or they're coming off of something. They're against the odds. The guys hasn't played Golden Team in two weeks. I know, but it, it always probably see, helps. It, it always, it always, yeah. He's gonna forget the bad stuff he does. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, it just always seems like there's a story like that at every tournament. Like, God, can you believe that guy did that? You know, he was he was up with his yeah, wife till ten Louis. in the morning. Jesus. You know? Yeah. So I just there always seems to be a story like that. And I think that he might be able to do it. Um, and then my uh, pick the prick. I gotta go with uh, Alan Zerl. Like, oh, wow. Really? Oh, hold on. Self burial. No, that can be rigged. No. Uh, the thing. Okay, so I've missed one cut in my Peg D career, and it was in Dallas the last time we were there, or Austin. Does you know, Worlds count? Worlds doesn't Ooh. count because it's not Peg T. Okay. Um, and I'm really. I've been really bored lately. I've played, I couldn't tell you the last time I played uh, a full round on Anze Coco's. It's probably been eight, nine days. I'm just not motivated right now, and hopefully it comes back, but I can see myself performing not too well because I've told you guys, I think my body clock's off because this (laughs) is the time of the year where I'm usually learning new courses. Mm -hmm. And when we get to the end of September, my body clock just kind of shuts off on the courses. And it's hard for me to sustain right now, and I'm I'm gonna keep doing it uh, because I have patience with IT. But I just you're a grinder. I'm in that spot where I'm like I'm kind of done with these. You got the blahs. I do have the blahs currently, and and we've talked about it the last couple of weeks where you guys asked me, "Are you getting excited for uh, Dallas?" And I keep saying, "Almost forgot about it." Because I'm looking yeah. forward to February. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. And usually I'm super jacked up about a tournament. Mm-hmm. And so that it concerns me a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not really, afraid I'm to really self-deprecate. Nice. You know? I'm not excited either. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> so, 
I, I mean, I understand. I don't so, think I'm going to miss a cut, but. No. And I might not. I might. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plate like my pants are on fire and see what happens. But. Uh, That's the clap. If you're not, you know. Dial so I, a lot of people. Yeah. I, I know we talked about it. We're at the banger bunker right now. So roughly, you know, damn near a month ago, IT officially released the dates for Worlds. We got Worlds qualifying kicking back in. So it was, become, you know, kind of weird to interact with everyone here at the bunker. And we're talking about Worlds. Okay, we got the dates. We've heard rumors about a potential location. So I jumped the gun, booked the potential location of it um, because they have a free cancellation policy, thank God. Um, but it was kind of weird as a week or two went on and there was speculation world's qualifying was ramping up i know in the last week or two we're like holy shit the dallas attorney's in two weeks it was just yeah, kind of yeah. weird because normally you get so fired up but with the world's announcements trickling out and qualifying heating up seeing who was making it seeing who was missing it and so forth it, have it they was, not announced what the venue is yet not not formally not officially it sounds like everything is set in stone except for signing on the dotted line, as far as I can tell. What is it? Barely over two months to go, and we haven't, like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, so, so that's, a, that's well, a little frustrating, and I don't... Yeah. There's obviously a reason for it, because they know yeah. that we want to book our hotels. But. Yeah. Well, I think, I think we all give enough, I, you know, IT and Kevin and Adam bear the vast majority of it, because they're, they're kind of the faces of it. It's not like we see, you know, the folks, you know, Scott, Sean, you know, any of the other folks from IT, you know, Andy, any of those guys, T, you know, T-Rav Wrestler, you know, any of these guys at tournaments, you know, whether they're streaming or not, it's like not like we're busting their chops, but Adam and Kevin are, are the face of the company in terms of, yeah. you know, interacting with players, answering questions, being tagged on Facebook and so forth. So they, they bear the brunt of it. And what, whether that's and you know, right or wrong, you know, I, I don't want to say that goes with the territory, but. But in all honesty, it does. To, to not have this announced yet is, uh, it's completely Failure. absurd, yeah. Well, no, I think they, like, I think they, these guys, like, they put out this stuff and they, because um, they want to create a sense of optimism mm -hmm. and they really think this stuff's going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, they're late to tell us because they're like, God, we got to tell them again that we can't make a promise date or something. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I think a year from now, I think we got a lot of this right now, and uh, because th there's built-in excuses right now too. I mean, with the supply chains and all that. Mm. But I think a year from now, these guys might come out smelling like roses. I mean, yeah, once very it, possible. you know what I mean. Once this all gets figured out, this could be the greatest thing that ever happened mm -hmm. in this game. You I'm, know, I'm so, hoping. Knock yeah. on wood. And so, once everything gets back to normal, they've probably learned a lot from this, and they're just gonna make sure they don't say anything until they know for sure it's going to happen. You know? Yeah, I mean, not, so. not, not to dog on them more that they already get called out on Facebook or whatnot, but in, in my job, you know, we have dates. Like, you have inventory once a year. You have, you know, Black Friday once a year. You have the week leading up to Christmas once a year. And if, you're, if your ducks aren't in a freaking row... That's, that's how people lose jobs. And I, I don't want anyone at IT to lose jobs. No. And I don't know if there's... I'm sure there's a sense of urgency and so forth, but at least communicate. You know? Let's speculate. Speculation. Let's speculate as to why they haven't announced it yet. Mm -hmm. so, I don't think it's officially signed I'm, like he else had. I in, think in what second. world would they not want to announce it? It's not like yeah. they're yeah. not waiting until, you know, 
blah, blah, blah to happen. They're not waiting for the Dallas tournament to happen, and then they'll announce it. It's probably because they don't have it official yet. Yeah, but if you don't have an official venue... So are we getting nervous a little qualifying bit? Should, qualifying should not be going on then. I think, I think in a case like this, because people are booking rooms and spending money... You know, they're not just going to willy-nilly let something out there. They, they could be 99%, yeah. and they're literally waiting for one guy to sign the thing. And Adam's just not going to announce it until the guy signs the Which thing. That he knows he's going to sign, but until he signs it, I'm not, you know, because then you get all these cancel cancellations and stuff. And But are we getting nervous at all? Uh, nervous? No. I think this will I think this will happen because, like I talked about in the retail environment, you know, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that you have to have a plan, and then you have to have about five or six yeah. to back up others. Exactly. So, so that being number, said, he would have never announced Worlds number, if he didn't know it was 100% going to happen. Number one, you know. they've already made it clear that the Orleans would take them back in a heartbeat, and the Orleans gave them that showroom kind of based upon corner, yeah. food, beverage, people staying in the hotel, casino play, the whole deal. I don't see any reason why the Orleans, and they've said it, wouldn't free roll the room again. I think the concern is, number one, the partnership with PGA. Number two, the growth of the game, how many people are trying to qualify. Uh, there was definitely room in the arena, but I think with the partnership with PGA and them putting their stamp on the game, even though it's not officially going to be on the game by the time Worlds happens, no offense to the Orleans, you don't want it some off-strip casino. You want something that's hip and vibe on strip. You know, with this partnership Circus with Circus on strip. Oh, but it's oh. Down, it's downtown. Which is the you know what I'm strip. saying, but it's yeah. it's a destination spot. I mean, when you see people posting selfies Anderson. and checking in yeah. on Facebook, I don't see many people checking into the Orleans. You know, you you want something hip, something new. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot it, of it with, might have to do with, you know, maybe they want it to be a really nice event. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to try and pimp the PGA while we're there. Like coming it, 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 soon next yeah. year. You know. Oh, you know, there's going to be a lot of that, so, and they want that to be visible, you know, so. So part of Kevin's broadcast yesterday, he talked about how this week there are 50 beta units shipping out. So you can't tell me that in two months at Worlds, if I was IT, I'd have, you know, the 30 machines up on stage to host Worlds, but you can be damn sure off to the side, I'd have 8, yeah. 10, 12 PGA Tour machines set on free play literally right by the entrance so casino patrons can do that and they can go oh my god they got the world championship here they got pga machines there's a new partnership and so forth then you get people playing that have never played before mm-hmm. and, who and, knows? and they can peek who their knows? head in it's not like they're well, charging admission or anything and some guy might walk up and be really good at it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we just found the next cj wengler well, because it, it, it's, such, it's such a demographic that I can see why the PGA wants it. Because if you look at who shows up to a girl, Golden Tee tournament in Grand, now they're going to have separate women's tournaments at it. Fine, wonderful, fantastic. It's, you know, 21 to 50 years old for the majority. Mm-hmm. You, know, go, you know, males, half are married, half are divorced, half are single disposable income i mean five dollars a pop for a game that you can play in seven minutes when the vast majority of kids nowadays have playstations xboxes not many have switches but you have gaming at home that you can do that once you've bought that console and bought that game you're signed sealed and delivered except for the microtransactions hint hint pga um but you have to pay every time you play this game so disposable income target audience in terms of branding and I can totally see why PGA did this partnership. So I, I think it's a no-brainer in that regard. That's the demographic they're looking after. Um, 
I, I'm just excited yeah. for Worlds and to kind of circle back, you know, Dallas literally this weekend. Um, but I think you, that was yeah, – I, 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 I think it's really cool that they're hosting Worlds, and I know they were getting a lot of pressure and crap, and I empathize with them on that. You know, I've been on the I've been on yeah. the other you know end of getting my ass kicked on stuff, and you want to yeah. perform and you want to make things happen, but you also have to be realistic. If I have if I have customers that want you know a pallet of Cheerios and I'm like, hey, it's going to take three four days to get in. Well, I need it tomorrow. Well, sorry, that's that's not what I can do. But at that point, communication's the key. Yeah. You know, yep. hey, sir, I, I want to sell you this pallet of Cheerios. I don't want you to go somewhere else. But here's my timeline, here's my time frame, and here are the steps in the process, and here's how I think we can make this work. I'm guessing what happened here is they announced Worlds because they know it's going to happen for sure. And they have a they have a they have a 100% locked in fallback venue. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, they're trying to improve that venue or upgrade it. And if it doesn't happen, they but, know they have somewhere they can go. But, 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 then at, I mean? but then at that point, because the biggest cost for IT is going to be the transportation of all the machines out there, the production, because I assume with this partnership, even though it's not going to be shown uh, on ESPN because it's going to be the current format, um, if they're going to do a part, you know, a, a production on ESPN Ocho or ESPN2 again. So you got transportation costs, you got production value costs, and at the Orleans, the venue is free, but potentially now you're paying for a, a location in Las Vegas where you basically have to shut down their showroom for, what, four days? Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and then clean up on Monday? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I'll say, I think if, if think if it was going to be on ESPN or the O2 or whatever, I think we'd already know about that. I'm pretty sure that's I, probably... I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's so many things... <laughs> I think we'd know the venue, too. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I think there are so many things that... I don't want to say they're trying to be secretive about, but you know, people have commented commented on the big Buck Hunter videos of their world championship, and you know, last time they had worlds, they had confetti canyon cannons and everything. When you know, Stenmark won, and everyone like, I think they're trying to every time is level up, do yeah, a couple yeah. things where it's like, holy cow, that was really cool, mm-hmm. and I hope they keep going in that direction. Whether it's wow. venue, production team, confetti yeah. canyon, small things, big things. So I, I I'm I'm really looking forward to Worlds. I, I am too because like I I thought the Orleans was awesome. Yeah, like, I love. I don't it. know how you beat I that. I love that place. Yeah, yeah that was well. Just the set, the way that they had, they had it set up, mm-hmm. just looked really cool. And I mean, off strip, you can stay there, you can eat there, you can not leave, yeah. mm-hmm. and then beers weren't eight dollars a beer for Andy, yeah. like in super close proximity to his favorite casino, the MGM. You know, so. It was like what? three blocks down the road, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. The MGM was not far from there, so if you wanted to leave, you could go right to the MGM without having this huge traveling, you know, Yeah, because if plan. it was like... <laughs> you wouldn't go... Well, no, I was just... I was... I guess what I mean is, for it being off-strip, mm-hmm. it was... Cl- to be funny. No, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> it was... For being off-strip, it was closer to the strip than I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was off, but it was right there. Yeah. You know? And there was, like, the only thing separating uh, uh, the Orleans from the MGM was a head shop, which I was a big fan of, in, and in, a jack-in-the-box. In, in, in and out. In, in, <laughs> in and out. In and out. In and out. In and out. So, no no in and out, it looks like, for us this weekend in Dallas, but Whataburgers. Oh, all oh over. I forgot about what? that. Like, 
an it looks opportunity. Like, it looks like Whataburger's be... been fucking like rabbits down there because it seems like there's one like every three miles. Yeah, Not as here. plentiful as a McDonald's, but yeah, I'm I'm just jacked right. up for Dallas. I'm jacked up Same. for Worlds. Yeah. I, I like the direction everything is going in right now. I do too. I just think we are in this. We're in a holding. It's like we're in a holding pen. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a bunch of cattle that are just sitting here waiting, and then that gate's gonna open and everything's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So, so when, when, when do you think that that gate opens? Do you think it opens with Dallas? Do you think it opens up with no, the I mean, World Championship? No, I'm talking with the whole PGA you, thing. So PGA is your threshold for the gate opening? That, that's mine as well. Yeah, I just think that, like, there's just, there's just so much, you know, waiting and anticipation. And, like, um, I don't think... I think Worlds is going to quench the thirst of the people that play in Worlds and people that love yeah. the game, but I think that's 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 the B topic. The A topic yeah. is let's get this new platform out there and let's go. Oh hell know, yeah! Because are we worried that it's going to be too easy. No, no I think I think a... the three courses are meant to be easy. The yeah, other ones. Ke- Kevin Kevin did that broadcast yesterday and and he kind of I don't want to say said it flat out, but he said. People are think gonna think these, you know, courses are gonna be easy. And he said to a certain extent that's true. Yeah. In terms of it's not gonna be as challenging as Monte or Forest Knoll or something like that. But he said on the flip side, there are gonna be holes where you're gonna look at it and say, Oh yeah, I'll just hit a high T two ninety or three wood over yeah. this and actually clips the trees. They've been, you know, watching that video yesterday, I think they were incredibly detailed. In the graphics on the subtle things, I know CJ and I were watching mm-hmm. at one point. In between the tee box and then going to the fairway, it looked like a regular PGA Tour course because it is. Yeah. Where like they the literally fescue. had like the little walking path, but then they had fescue off to the side. Yeah. It was uh, incredibly detailed and, and grand. You know, it wasn't streaming in 4K and you know, yeah. I'm not. And I, I actually think I let's say they're super easy. I think it's really smart. I think what you're going to have is we're going to still have regular golden tee. Mm-hmm. And then these three courses are going to be added on. Mm-hmm. And then people that first-timers are going to play those PGA courses because it's PGA. Correct. And then if they start to feel like they're getting better, they'll start mm-hmm. moving into the fantasy courses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, But you have to have a game where Jim and Bob go up to the bar and they've never played before, and one of them is like, oh, look, we could play Sawgrass. And they're going to yeah. walk over there and play mm-hmm. Sawgrass. And a percentage of those people might turn into – 10, 15-year players, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. I think as, you know, as like guys like us should look at it, it's almost like two games in one. We're going to have mm-hmm. our five courses over there. Yeah. But on that same console, you can have a bar game for guys like, you know, that play three, it, game, it, three it, games it, a week. Yeah, introductory And they players, just want to yeah. make equals. They don't want to mm-hmm. cut the ball, you know. And who knows, maybe it'll be harder than that, but – um, well, I think it's a great idea. What, one thing we kind of noticed... Because guys are going to get cocky and they're going to want to move to the harder courses. One thing we kind of noticed is that wins tended to be like Golden Tee wins where throughout the round they progressively got higher where Kevin, I think, actually commented on one point. He's like, oh, I didn't expect to see a 16 wind here on hole 16, 17, or 18. But the greens also seem to be almost PGA Tour size because when you go back and you play classic course a week or some of these events that feature old courses or first-year live courses like when they did kangaroo they didn't have all these jumbo greens yeah. i mean they had small greens where you had to throw freaking darts to stick the greens 
and not that the PGA Tour greens were small, but they sure as hell weren't as big as, you know, Monte One or Baja One. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I don't want to say these are easy courses that are going to be easy. I think they're easy courses that are going to have sneaky little things in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Can you guys can you guys keep this going for two minutes while I take a leap? The Blue yeah. Mountains are getting to me. Yeah, okay. can you give us a topic? No, you keep rolling. Free free roll. Do whatever. I'll walk back in. Surprise me. You surprise <laughs> me with yourself pricking. Wow. Okay. All right. Can you read Will's writing? Let's see. Um, what language is this? I'll, I'll bring up something I noticed yesterday when I was messing with a new app. Uh, and who knows? Maybe it's just the, the brand new app or whatever. And maybe it's... But I, I went to, like, you know, the pro shop and the, like, change my guy and all that mm-hmm. and the past world champion winners were not any of those faces Ooh. so when we go to PGA are those world champions that forgot got their face in the game is that going to go away you know good question I haven't uh, downloaded the app yet yeah so it was just something I noticed and I was curious but also invites aren't in there. That's going to get added in. Maybe the faces will get added in too. Yeah, I don't want to jump the gun, but I, it's just something I noticed. So I'm like, hmm. you know, so. God, you can't read any of this right. <laughs> <It's like> a, <laughs> a little concern there, but because I think that's a big deal, and they're thinking they're going to be in there for life. You know. Yeah, I think they, and I think they should be. I think I think they should put them in there. And if if I somehow want it, which I don't think will happen, but. Damn sure I want my face in the game. Yeah, you know. So, oh, would yeah. you would you play as yourself? Are you kidding? No, I'm just I'm trying absolutely. to make conversation because we can't read I, his handwriting. <laughs> I'll absolutely do it. I yeah. would. Not many people love themselves as much as Al. <laughs> <Okay. loves himself. laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the? Uh, what are your thoughts on the the logging in without a player card? Uh, I, I it it seems cool. It's just. It's gonna take longer than swiping. Yeah, card. so that's my. Thing. I get it. It's cool. It, like the whole. That's what everything is moving towards I'm, nowadays with uh, touchless and all this stuff. But it's. I leave my card stuck in the machine. I hit. I hit the button. I swipe, and it literally takes half a second. Now I'm gonna have yeah. to go like this. Open my phone. Well, so go that's to my the wallet, thing. Find it. Then put it on. Like that's five seconds. So that's the thing is. Like, uh, Kevin said yesterday it's supposed to be faster. And I brought and I brought up the thing to you guys. Mm-hmm. If if my phone can be closed like this with a black screen mm-hmm. and nothing, and I can just set it on there, we all have lock screens. Mm-hmm. How is it just going to take my money without unlocking the lock screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be fast. It's not going to do it. It's just like the keypad things. Like I can't stand those. And I like playing. I like leaving my phone back here on the table so I can mm-hmm. ignore text and just play. Yeah. You know, like. Have you ever seen me not on Facebook for three hours? I'm playing Golden Z. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or have you ever seen me not respond to text? I'm playing a Golden Z. Well, now I'm going to have to go on my phone every eight minutes. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, I understand the technology cool and what they're trying just, to do. I, I think they need to have both options. I, yeah. And, and I'm sure it's a little late. I mean, maybe, maybe they have some extension or upgrade you can do in the future or whatnot because... In the back of my mind, number one, card reader is easier. Number two, it's just another product that they can carry and upcharge and sell to people. Or what if we're on? What if we have a time-sensitive thing that we're doing on our phone? 
while we're playing. Like, you can so, still do Carlos ID, which I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm gonna just do. saying. I totally like, don't so, want to use my. So like, I don't want to leave so, the Top Shot page. So, yeah. so how you know, how do they? Like, but I gotta play Golden Team. Yeah. So, you know. So how are they gonna do Lock Conditions card? Is is Paige, Russ, and Steve gonna walk around to forty machines, hold up their phone? I mean, just I was Kevin, wondering how kickbacks, vendor kickbacks work. How's that? <laughs> like, yeah. How. Power, that makes no like I don't I thought I want to say Kevin explained that a while back. Kevin or Sean Dean kind of touched upon the subject. Yeah, but I don't know what, what, the, what was the I don't know what they came they, up they, with. They said they were they were gonna find a way or something something's in the work. I I mean something where they I give mean, like the vendor access to your account so they could just credit. That'd be it or cool, something. then you don't have to wait for gift cards on mm-hmm. I mean if you're from Wisconsin, they get theirs yeah. on what the fifteenth six months later, yeah. Yeah. Now it can just be automatic. Yeah. That would be cool. I didn't know if they would you know, we're going to have that option to access. You know, they could account. always do that with pricing, but then you're trusting the player to, like, he's got to play that much games. Oh, yeah. Because Jim, yeah. you know, Joe, nobody could just walk in and play three games at $2 a piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so I don't know, but. That'll be interesting to see how that works. I'm guessing What's they have. What's wrong with just leaving the card reader in there? I, I agree. I mean. Or how about a card that acts the same well, I mean, like your Google th- Pay thing is on your card. You can so, just so, set it. So my, my yeah. question yeah. is that it sounds like they tried to take the existing code, shift it over to PGA with the new courses, 4K, you know, 4K and all that. But these new units, I would assume there has to be an open USB port or however the hell a card reader is connected where why couldn't someone just, you know, put some Velcro on the side of the machine, plug in the USB port. Mm-hmm have the card reader hooked up on the side of the machine behind the machine wherever the hell they want to put it use yeah. the card reader i mean did did they physically take out that code to me it seems like number one a lot of work number two i'm guessing they were so worried about going forward that they probably weren't looking at stuff on the back end to take out so i'm hoping that the code is still in there for a card reader because jesus yeah. man i i love doing the card just boom boom swipe swipe done pops yeah. up yeah, I never thought about that. I agree with that. I would like if I got one, I would like to add a card reader. Mm-hmm. And I know there's just more this shit is, for them this to sell. This is all too. stuff IT probably doesn't want to hear. But we're just old people that are used to doing yeah. our when thing. When I got my machine, we're stuck home, in our ways. It's like I the guy literally that, cut a hole in it yeah. and put a card <laughs> yeah. reader in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roski had to do that. CJ's yeah. house on one of his home editions. So we probably sound like the guys that boomers still yeah. have flip phones. No, they don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> you know they don't what wanna, I mean? Like, yeah, they're stuck in the the nineties. But CJ's twenty seven and he wants to swipe a card. Mm-hmm. So I get the concept. It's cool. It's just not. It's not ideal. I I, I think there should be. So, who it's ideal for is the guy that plays three games a day, not the guy that plays 40. Yeah, it's ideal for the guy who plays three games a day with two or three other people where he only has to take out his phone once every 20, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As opposed to guys, I mean, mean, hell, there there are guys who double bang machines and play two games at once. You know? Well, I mean, there's people out there too that they don't necessarily like having transactions being done on their phone because mm-hmm. of things that could happen. You know, is is there going to be a chance that our Golden accounts get hacked and it gets drained because well, somebody in, figures out how this works? You in, know? In, in, and in theory, it sounds like there are going to be these weird tokens or whatever where, who knows, if our Golden Tee account gets hacked, it's all done through a bar Wi-Fi. So I'm guessing, number one, that's not a secure Wi-Fi server if that Wi-Fi 
is potentially hackable. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're doing a you know financial transaction open and over an open air Wi-Fi network. I mean, I, I'm I'm hoping they have some encryption key or something. I'm not smart enough about well, how many shit times like you that, go to but, a bar and you don't even need a password. You're just on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know, and this is all. You guys, Speculation. we're all speculating. We, yeah. We're all spitballing. I don't want you guys like sort of tweaking out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it and the guys um, that work on this kind of stuff have thought about all this. We're just wondering out loud. Yeah, wondering in, in, out loud. And I, I don't want to piggyback on on Al's theme here, but it's just I think it goes back in some part to the communication. Like we've seen screenshots of the courses and oh you're going to use a car to check in you know and these are kind of ideas we have in the back of our minds where we bounce off each other where we haven't seen something formally stated on this is how this is going to work and this is how this is going to work and mm-hmm. you know here's how your you know apple pay wallet is going to be safe or whatnot or mm-hmm. oh hey there will be an extra usb port and they left the code in you know they they just said flat out that we're going to ship these things and they're not going to have card readers you're going to have to use your phone Okay, that's fine, but is there going to be, you know, it always seems like there's a workaround mm-hmm. in, in some way, you know. Hey, we left the code in there for this, we left the code in there for that, because some of the, I don't think they've really taken out much in the game, but one thing that sticks out in my mind is on the old pedestal, they literally went in and took out, as far as I know, the code for the second monitor that showed your previous closed contest or active contest. Yeah. Or on the upper screen, you could see that's the previous content. That is gone. Like it, it yeah. sounded like they legit went back in and took out the code for that. Yeah, so. that, that's definitely gone. Yeah, I, I, I think it'll be interesting, and and I know they'll keep slowly releasing things, and and it's exciting. But you know, to Kevin's point on the broadcast yesterday, he's like, we've been waiting a year to put this out, which I totally get. But then on the flip side. Why can't you talk about little intricacies within the games that are boom, done, set in stone? I get the supply chain issues. Hey, we can't ship these damn things. Mm-hmm. But if the code is signed, sealed, delivered, you know, they got new voiceovers from Jim Nance and Peter Jacobson. Yeah. Those things are already in the game and in theory have been in there for six months, nine months, or well, a year. And don't forget, we're getting we're getting all new computers in these things, too. Yeah. Like current computers. So updating and... Fixing and patching, I'm, I, I'm imagining it's going to happen a lot faster. You know, there's going to be a lot. I, I, I would assume so yeah, as well. The sprint you know. modem is going to be gone. CJ is going to have three of these PGA Home Editions <laughs> at his house, and when he's not playing, he's going to yeah. be mining Bitcoin on them. Yeah. So, yeah, sounds yeah. like they're blazing fast. Hmm. Did you did you watch either? You watched the broadcast yesterday that Kevin did. Uh, I thought we wa- we all watched it. Together. He was oh. on a fucking heater on the first round. Yeah, he shot, he shot a one better. But one thing I noticed that is going to be, well, super useful for dailies is when you drop a tee. Did you end up seeing seeing one? Oh. There's a oh. grid. There's a grid now when you drop a tee. So think so, of a daily. So, oh, so in the tee fourth. box, it shows, you know oh. how like currently it's just this big lit up area where it's all white and everything else is dark oh, there's boy. grid squares like graph paper where you're yeah. going to be able to go okay go two two rows back and four rows to the right put it on the access and boom that might be the thing that brings tony johnson right back into this game I don't know. because that's very that similar to uh got full tony tony is very analytical he likes Information that is 100, yeah. and that's why he's so good at mobile is because they have those little, those little lines, yeah. and he knows exactly what percentage he's going to hit it. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, 
that's going to be a whole lot of 10 betters from JoJo if you yeah. got that bad boy in there. Yeah, that fool dials in now. Yeah. Holy shit. Wait, wait till he has a grid. It seriously yeah. looks like graph paper if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but screen. I don't think... I think he can mark the ball, and it's not like he can't remember where he marked it the last mm-hmm. game. But he can do it faster now. It's if anything, faster. it might, it, it, it might it, give it's, other people a chance to at least. Potentially that's, as well. That's we're, what we're, I would thought. Is yeah, it would be a disadvantage. Give right? other people a chance mm-hmm. to. Or like, like those ones where chases, we're lining Harlow up a chases. leaf of the tree on the edge of the screen, yeah. and it takes us like 10 seconds to get it right. Yeah. Now yeah, we're just like, nope, it's four left, three right, yeah, we're, right we're, on that spot. We're talking about using the edge of like a, you know, Okay, then the edge of the wind marker has to line up exactly with this bench yeah. or the, the ball marker. But if you have a grid physically on the ground, that. I didn't see that in there. Where you, it, oh, Al Jess, it's it's interesting. And I, I try to play the daily, you know, straight up. I'm not big into finding foals or anything like that. Yeah. But I just try to play it straight up, you know, and go by feel. But holy crap, for people who chase or get invested or like finding foals, you're an elite straight fan, straight finder. Yeah, thumboids, yeah. thumboids. What else you got there, Will? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Just some notes from uh, the PGA Tour stream from Kevin Lindsay yesterday. It was a good stream. Kevin was, uh, thumbs were were cooking in Silver Palms. He was playing uh, the Grabbers, which it sounds like they're going to start. They only showed three balls on, on the menu screen to start out with, which were the Breeze. That's the Stout. Yep. GR2 is the, the grabber. The GR is the grabbers. The flash, flush. which flush. is flush, which he, is... You uh, can't even read his own handwriting. The streaks, yeah. <laughs> I was in a hurry. <laughs> Kevin was putting out all sorts of good info. I was trying to write it all down. Uh, so it looks like they're going to start out with three balls, and then he said you can still do the custom, you know, colored balls, the custom ball Trail. tracers. But it only looked like on the tracers it was solid colors. I didn't see, like, the three... You know, like where it's like red, white, and blue, and it kind of flickers and flashes. So I only Love saw that. solid. Maybe that's every still, shot is patriotic. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's in development. I don't know. Uh, they do have bags, which are basically going to be the Hawks, which uh, there it is, are called the Blaze, I believe. Uh, they have a bag for uh, Brad Litz, R.I.P. Brad Litz. I'll uh, I'll drink one up to Brad. I was oh, fortunate crap. enough to know Brad. Cheers. He's a good uh, dude. Nice dude, super friendly and. Kevin touched upon it on his broadcast. I mean, he was on the technical side, but he also played the game as a player. So he would go to these tourneys as an IT employee to help change trackballs, fix hard drives, you know, answer questions, do this. But he was also playing in the tourneys, and he was a good player. He was. I love that so, guy. I love damn. that guy. Um, if we want to get paid, are you – I feel like we forgot the sponsor. Yeah, we're kind of getting to that point. I got to – you know, I, mean, I got work like, early in the morning, so I'm doing this shit for free or crack one of those. <laughs> well, we were kind of in the middle of the PGA segment, but uh, since we're talking about bags, we've already made some comments on scores and cut line, and we already touched upon the, uh, you know, the potential world record that won't be shown on all the machines of a plus seventy on Tropical Falls. <laughs> seventy two. Seventy two. You got those two extra. Yeah, yeah. So we we did have them. a. We uh, found them. Yeah. We did have a new sponsor come through, hot off the fax machine. This did come very recently. Yeah, uh, Steve Sobel. Steve Sobel has a dog named Fezzik. Beautiful dog. Got to meet St. Louis. Well-behaved. Nice, lean, husky dog, you know, going after it. You know, seems like an active dog. Steve takes on vacation down to Florida, running on the beaches, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know what Steve has never done for Fezzik? 
He's never built Fezzik a doghouse. You know why? Because he doesn't need a doghouse. Because Fezzik is a good dog. He obeys. He follows rules. He goes with the system. Goes with the flow. Unfortunately, Steve Sobel is starting a doghouse business. Yes. Yep. Steve Sobel is going to have a doghouse production company where not just dogs can sleep in it, but human beings. So if you get in Steve Sobel's doghouse, he's going to charge you at attorney, mm-hmm. credit card required for a Steve Sobel doghouse. Yeah, you. I've been in the doghouse. Yeah, you don't want to be in the Steve Sobel doghouse. I spilt a beer on his computer. But if you're in oh, there, Jesus. But if you're in one yeah. of his doghouses, it's going to cost you. Yeah. You can't. It's, you're not going to live in there rent free. Yeah, it's okay. a flat fee up you know. front and then a per day charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably. I'm guessing it's uh, decorated with poker chips. Yep. You know, because you got to have something to look at when you're in the doghouse. You, you, you know, it's, it's similar to jail. Poster. It's similar yep. to jail. You got to have something to do. It, you know? it has it has a stone tablet of the yep. Ten Commandments of Steve Sobel. Thou shalt not approach the scores table. Uh, Thou shalt not be loud. Yeah. I heard there's. Thou shalt not ask too many questions. There's a pool cue pull up bar, so you. Uh, oh yeah. So you can get your exercise mm-hmm. in while you're stuck in the doghouse. You know? Yeah, un- un- unfortunately, the uh, the first doghouse purchaser today was Jason Stark. I mean, congratulations, yep. congratulations, Stark, on setting a world record being yeah. the first customer. But, ooh, Stark, yeah. you got that first doghouse, son. Uh, yep, rough rough goings for you. They're beautiful doghouses, but I don't care if it's the Taj Mahal. If you can't get out, yeah, is it really that great? It's, it's like being in Golden yeah. Tee Jail, and they're charging you. Yeah. Uh, side note to Steve Sobel, with Stark being your first customer, I would rerun that credit card because I got, I got <laughs> suspicion it's not going through, buddy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but 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 you can sell that with uh, Stark in in Dallas this weekend. So another cool thing, you know, PGA is is expanding their partnerships with Golden Tee, Golden Tee with PGA, but Power Events, as we know, in the last year, is official partners with IT to run you know events and so forth. And they've been hosting World's Power Events, has been helping IT. IT's been helping Power Events. But now we got a super cool thing. We got the Durkee Challenge. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So the overall qualifier, top qualifier, and he owns Arnold's, Gary Durkee, who owns Arnold's, South Carolina. Sponsoring this, yeah. Is legit, a legit sponsor. Yep. Putting this up. And the overall top qualifier gets to play Gary Durkee one game on Baja Gary gets two strokes and if the player who's the top qualifier wins and beats Gary by two strokes or is it two and a half is an over under yeah I I was wondering what if they tie 2.5 2.5 or they go to sun death long story short if the top qualifier beats Gary by two strokes or more or maybe it's three we don't know uh, that player wins a thousand dollars off Gary he, he runs a chain of restaurants called Arnold's. Um, however, if Gary wins, the player gets $1,000. So either way, the player's going to make money. 100 not uh, $1,000. Uh, Gary wins. 100 I'm sorry. Yeah, if Gary wins, so this, the player gets 100 So this is a cool thing, but this will not be happening at this tournament. This yeah. is the top qualifier at this tournament will get the chance to do this at the next tournament. Mm-hmm. Because they're always going to do this on Saturday morning before the qualifier starts. So Does this guy go to every tournament? 
Well, who knows? I mean, we'll see how that's going to play out. But it, I just don't want people to think it's going to happen. I think this is the beginning of it. We're going to find out who the top qualifier is, and then the next tournament will be the first time the match is played, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we want to give the shout-out to Gary Durkee for throwing that up. The top qualifier is either going to win 1,000 if they beat Gary or win 100 if Gary beats them. But I think that's cool. I mean, to see to see sponsors take such an active role in the yeah. Golden Tee community. I know Danny Boy, you know, prior to the South Carolina tournament, his screen name for Jesus a month, month and a half, was Eda Arnold's. Eda Arnold's. And that's the restaurant and business that Gary runs. Sounds like a chain of restaurants. I didn't get to go to South Carolina, so I didn't get to patronize it. But So Gary yeah. Gary is, he's he's laying out 900 bucks. He's gambling on nine hundred dollars yeah. that he can beat you, or he can stay within two strokes of you on Baja. Mm-hmm. And if he does, he just got a hundred dollar free commercial from said mm-hmm. top qualifier. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like it. It's a good idea. Hell you know? yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm all about that. So so some so of he the really wants it to be CJ because CJ has the biggest social media following. Oh God, yeah, right. Probably most, but. Mouth via what screens. if CJ pricks him and doesn't CJ put it on via a Twitter. sneaker refresh account and puts it on his personal <laughs> me, account? Me on RedTube. Um, <laughs> who else? Um, Stark on MySpace. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of different platforms that have the biggest biggest users. Anyway, we, we, we can get back to that. But So Kevin String yesterday, PGA Tour, uh, 50 betas are shipping this week. And he said on the stream that in January they hope to have over a thousand out in public, in bars, restaurants, yeah. wherever. So as betas or official machines? As as betas, well, it's, it sounded Jesus. like. And it said that prize play will be on for PGA courses, even in beta mode. Now, granted, if there's 50 machines and there's only two people per machine, contest would fill slowly, but you could still play for prizes on them. Uh, I did notice that the default club sets, not the Build-A-Bags, but defaults, uh, are going to be $3 a bag. Not that big a deal. Uh, but they have, like, this season pass. They're going to have these different seasons. And season one is going to run for the duration of beta. And it sounds like when beta ends, that's when season two is going to happen. So, it's, so, it, so go ahead. is that the club pass? Yeah, the club pass, All whatever right. it was. So season that, pass, club pass. So... Do I have to re-up for ten bucks every season? And then I'm I'm not hundred sure percent sure. Do. So I'm sure you, you probably if do. you saw the if you saw the bracket, maybe it's ten bucks a season. I'm not sure. I already laid the ten I bucks, did which is fine. I did too. So during the season, just like in the past, when new courses came out, you used to win free gear. Every ten birdies, you get a new shirt, pair so of shoes. So now you're gonna whatever. get free gear. You, you're gonna all get all the time. Well, well, you're gonna get free gear during the season. And the way the free gear is tracked is not by birdies or eagles. It's by golden tee points, which are now gonna be called experience points. So I'm so, wondering. But but if, if you're but if you're a season pass holder or a club pass holder, you're gonna get the free ones like everyone else. But the pass holder also has different items that you're going to get. Bonus items. Like so golf gloves, golf hats, Travis Matthew apparel, all, so all with, sorts of uh, partnership stuff. With the, uh, with the PGA being involved with this, it would be really fun if, like, let's just say some, like, like the year Danny Willett won it, you know, or a mm-hmm. guy like that, or some 
random guy we never heard of wins it wearing a pink hat. Mm-hmm. And then next week, that pink hat's available, like, mm-hmm. on the club pass. You know what I mean? No. Uh, if you had the, if you spent the 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's not a huge deal, but it would be fun to have some integration there where, you know, they, yeah. they, what, they, they take stuff from the PGA Tour, bring it onto the platform, you know, for us to win. Like, oh, I want to dress like I wonder if we're going to be able to play as PGA golfers. That would be fun, too. Oh, I'd be the yeah. deck bot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you Matsuyama. So we, we had I'd speculated... We had yeah. speculated... <laughs> in, Andy just in, in earlier In earlier podcasts that with this partnership, we always thought it would be cool. You know, we got Sawgrass, Boston... And Dude, deer, run. deer run, you know. I think there's so many um, things they could do. And that we, we, have we, no we idea would yet. we would love to see a Golden Tee tournament at one of these PGA Tour events. Whether Place it's the ones, yeah, whether it's the ones in the game coming up, whether it's in the ones in the future, but to actually coincide it where on a Sunday they crown, you know, the Deckbot champion of the 3M Open in Minnesota, but there's also a Golden Tee tournament going on in a corporate tent. How cool would that be? We, we've talked about that yeah. in the past, and I mean, there, you know, there are kind of some gaps in the P, PEGT Tour calendar, and I, you know, I haven't looked at next year's well, maybe it gives PGA you- Tour, but I do know that uh, I might have a little bit of free time at the end of June, early July, that, you know, I can keep my fingers crossed Me for too. just you know for pool gigs yeah that so, or just traveling a golden tee tournament I know the, pga so. tour tourney event i mean there's so many things we could do pool gigs at andy fox's house if you guys show up this year we could go to stark's house and have an invite only tourney so i know there's like uh um you know you have those courses on there will there be things like where it's the, it's the Players' Championship week, and then they have a week-long event on the Sawgrass course. That's a good idea. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that'd be cool. Or the Freaky Fridays on Sawgrass because mm-hmm. they're doing the Players this week. You know, there's just so many things that they yeah, can, they can gives do. Yeah, them a lot of you know options. I think in, it's, I think we're in for a lot of fun, man. Yeah, honestly. in in watching the videos, one of the one of the smaller minor notes I wrote down that I didn't really want to touch on the podcast, but. Now that we're kind of getting there, we're still the, on the podcast. Yeah, that that these are real courses, and I'm still on. I won't say how many beers, but <laughs> still on the Blue Mountains. But one of the cool things that Kevin showed us, unfortunately, it sounds like as of now the blue button's going away. So where the camera rises up oh off the tee God. box, and you get that, you know, that's your favorite button. That's, that's, that's favorite one of button. CJ's favorite views. Yeah, that is uh, like that hundred foot bird's eye view, whatever. So. As it launches, it's not going to be in there. They're taking a look whether it's going to be implemented or not. One of the cool things Kevin notated, and it kind of goes back to the rustic bridge days that you can see it in, but it's not highlighted as much, is you're going to be able to turn left, right, whatever, and you're going to be able to see like parallel fairways. So like when Bryson DeChambeau has a 218-mile-an-hour club head speed and he slices it three, way, uh, three fairways over, now whether those are in play or not, I don't know. So that's cool. That's one thing. I when's the last time we've honestly saw that in like Rustic Bridge maybe where you could see the you, you could see the outline of the hole. No, but, but you know what I mean. Be, it you kind of knew obvious. You kind of yeah. knew like next to you. You're like, yeah. oh, that's hole seven. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't know if 
Is there any other course that had that? Where you I think I kind of tell I that you were going to start. You were going to be going back the other way. I on think the next? potentially Eagles Crest. There were hints of it because I that was built right. around you know yeah. the Washington Monument stuff in Washington D.C. Where yeah. it had. Where but it I, had, I agree that would be cool if your overhead, mm-hmm. Andy, your overhead kind of showed the overhead, like you see from the blimp, where you can see like three holes. Yeah, that, mm. that's what the you know lower what left corner of yeah. the hole. Yeah. And you could actually go yeah, over there. said that yesterday. Yeah. You could actually go over there like Bryson mm-hmm. does if to you line, line up the wind. Yeah, for to a line up shot with the wind, yeah. To the ne- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your guy, Bryson. Nah, no, nah. hell no. Hey, okay, no. for the record. Team Brooks. It's around the po- I, not my guy. He likes Patrick Reed. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know, if Patrick Reed was here, he'd be doing this podcast by himself. Table for one. So wouldn't that be fun, though, if like you got to... Meet some tour players. I'd love that. Uh, Although I, I know you'd like that. There's, there's a, a handful you. of guys who I'd like to punch in the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> How about we hear some of them? Uh, Patrick Reed. I love Patrick Reed actually. That's... No, he likes what he does for his wallet. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> for Justin Ro- Justin Rose would uh, Justin Rose would probably be on the number one on my list. Yeah, he seems like he's a prick. Yeah. I, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you just Day said that too. because uh, every time I say I don't like Justin Rose, you say, is there anybody that you do like? <laughs> Tiger. You know. uh, Besides Tiger. No, I love that's, Tiger. You yeah. say that about Adam Scott, and that's why. Oh, that's, you're right. And, yep, you're right. You're and right. I love Adam Scott. I've always said, me I've told you guys this a million times, but it bugs me that Justin Rose doesn't go out there with that gold medal and use it. As the ball marker. As a ball marker. On the green. Yeah. It's like, well, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, let me just put this right here. Go ahead and you guys move off, that three to the right. So, Can you move that three to the right for me, please? So who, el- who else is in your list? Yeah. Of, uh, uh, Jason Day is actually ahead of Justin Rose. Is my it, neck is in it, my back. Is it because of the the vertigos? <laughs> I mean, situation? I got such bad vertigo. Oh, and I'm going to stuff the next one to six <laughs> I got to lay down for a minute before I do it, though. Oh, I put man. Sergio on mine. I don't like he that. laid on the ground. Yeah. And then he got up, fanned himself, and then hit it six feet. Do you think he was trying to ice his opponent? I don't know what he was <laughs> They say the toughest six inches in golf is in your pants. Or no, I mean, yeah. I mean between your ears. Between your, your ears. Pants. That's, yeah. Um, I think my, other than Tiger, I want to I meet DJ. Just because maybe his wife would be there. Paulina. I like DJ. I like DJ. We followed him he around. He just does that, his work. Uh, TBC Blaine, or TBC Twin Cities now, is that what they Oh, so that must have been just Thursday and Friday. It was, <laughs> it was Wednesday. He's got two MCs. Yeah, we went, we, we went Wednesday, but yeah, he missed the cut. Yeah. Long story short, I'm excited. I think they can do all kinds of stuff with the PGA. Um, and it sounds like the PGA wants to do stuff, and I think that's a big help. Well, you it's know. such a... It's it opens such a, up so many It's such doors. a specific demographic in our group and, and I wish it would expand like because but, but, but I mean where it's locked in at right now I think the PGA Tour sees that as an asset that Golden Tee brings is PGA just jumping in and saying hey yeah we'll like to be a part of this blah 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 mm-hmm. you know whatever a little bit of money here and there or is PGA getting in this and now PGA saying we want to sell this thing if they're getting in it and they want to sell this thing and they want I mean, they want to push this game. That's going to open up everything. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're worried about pushing the I'm game. Not, I don't know if they are. I'm but, just saying. But but in my perspective, <laughs> if I'm the PGA Tour, I'm looking at a demographic 
that I want because golf, golf and hockey are probably some of the most expensive sports to partake in. Would you guys not agree? You can go find yeah. a basketball hoop yeah. at a park. You can find a baseball field, a softball field to go take grounders or pop flies. Yep. I mean, granted, you can go hit golf balls, but are you going to dig your own holes? I mean, you got crap conditions. Anyway, so I think it's the perfect demographic that matches up with it. But if you're at a bar, how often do you go in on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night or whatever? You got NBA basketball on. You got baseball on. You yeah. got football on. Hell, I mean, even in Minnesota, we get hockey on. How often do you go in for all the seven days a week? Now, granted, it's during the day, but do you see golf on? Maybe during the Masters. Yeah. I mean, if I'm PGA, number one, if someone's at a bar spending five to eight dollars for a beer, to me that screams disposable income. All of a sudden, they see a PGA. Or yeah, they see a PGA video game versus just a regular game. Oh, PGA. Oh, that that's a known brand. Well, I'll go try that out. All of a sudden, yeah. someone gets interested and hooked. Well. Now you potentially have not just a video game fan, but a PGA fan. Oh, I played that course. Oh, they're playing that this weekend. Oh, yeah, throw it up on the TV. You know, it, I think I mean, it doesn't. Doesn't the demographic just scream all seventeen at the Phoenix Waste Management? Oh, open? hell yeah! We've don't talked you think about that, that on don't previous you think podcasts. All those hospitality tents oh are going to have gosh. a machine in there, oh. <laughs> and those guys going to be drinking. Oh and yeah, they, on the if they don't do something with the Phoenix, I'd be amazed. Oh. I, I you know, hope to God they do. Like I, I can't it's the imagine. Perfect, you're taking the bar to the golf course, so you got yep. the bar game, the PGA Tour, Golden Tee, and now it's just it's I don't a know. no brainer. That if I'm IT, yeah. that's the number one thing. When the PGA Tour says, "How can we help you grow your game?" You know what demographic do you want? Waste management. That's what we want. Those people on the 17th hole. I mean, hell, they hold concerts at night yeah. at like the corner, of the back, you know, of, of the golf course. I thought it was 16, no? Hmm? I thought it was 16. is a part three. Yeah, the one where they Yeah, cheered. 16, 16. I'm sorry, yeah. The so, only thing I don't like about the partnership is I'm 43 now, and I just wish it would have happened 15 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but, but I'm guessing awesome. that with the previous EA version, number one, because EA, Electronic Arts, had a partnership with PGA where they had PGA courses, and then they had custom Golden Tee uh, courses like Golden Tee. But I'm guessing there was something that, you know, when this partnership ends, at the conclusion of it, you cannot sign, you know, basically a non-compete clause, whether it's for 5, 10, 15 years, whatever the hell. I'm guessing something like that was thrown in. And, and I would guess if Golden Tee was smart, they probably said, you know, we can break off this contract or this contract is up for you know, every five years or something. And if the contract is not renegotiated and we decide to part ways, there's a non-compete clause for, you know, video game, you know, stand-up video game units and bars or whatever for five to ten years. That, that would just be my thought, where the next year, Golden Tee IT doesn't want to have this PGA license and all of a sudden the next year it doesn't get renewed. And another video game maker can all of a sudden start producing pastels in bars and start doing it. I mean, um, it would just it'd be a clusterfuck. I think there's no way they would build all those machines and go through all of this if this wasn't a much longer contract than one year. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's a year. I, I definitely think it's I would a think minimum. five at minimum. I, I think minimum five. I could see 10 is kind of the standard. 15 is the upper tier max. I mean, this is a big commitment. This is mm -hmm. like, I mean... In five years, IT does not want to go out and rip all the stickers off the machines and start, you know, no, having to rebrand, trusting yeah. vendors to do that. Mm -hmm. Because no. if this does end, 
they can't just leave that PGA stuff out there. Well, you know what I mean? That's it's. Uh, we have a friend that might do some of this, but it's kind of a, a licensing issue. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw. I, I just don't see that. This must be. It must. I don't. Maybe they said it, but this must be like a ten-year thing. I, I never you know heard I mean? a time frame or what. It's gotta be five or ten. I'm I'm just really excited for it. Oh, I I think it's the opportunities are endless, dude. I Agreed. think it's gonna be awesome. But seriously, about this world's venue. Yeah. No. no. I'm 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 with you, man. All right. Now that you bring it up, I'm I guess I'm a little. Your turn. I'm more than slightly nervous. Your, your turn. Go ahead. Dive in, Al. I'm more than slightly nervous. But like you said, they have a backup plan. That's it. They, they, it can't just be one backup plan. Yeah. There has to be like tier levels. Yeah, they like have literally to, five or six. Otherwise, they're done. And if the backup plan is the Orleans, I kind of hope we end up at the backup yeah, plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be more than fine <laughs> with the Orleans yeah. if they just said I have a free, I have free rooms yeah, there. People built up comps. And oh yeah, shit. that was that's why yeah. I was hoping they would they did two in a row and then they keep doing it. And I've been yeah. getting these flyers. I'm. To be honest, I kind of hope it's not Circa. Nothing against Circa. I'm sure it's fine, but I'm just not a big downtown guy. Did you just leak, leak the? No speculation. It's all speculation. Yeah. Well, I think he's just saying it could be Circa. It could be Golden Nugget. It could be anybody. MGM. And he's just saying, oh, he doesn't want MGM? to be Circa. Yeah. You know, MGM. Fox's favorite casino in Vegas. I didn't, that's no, I'm news just kidding. To me. I'm I just know. kidding. <laughs> I can't believe that's news to him. Sure. <laughs> Talks about it. Oh. I do like MGM. Maybe yeah. you're right. Well, maybe it's yeah. New York, New York. So, nah. one, one of the other things Kevin mentioned is that it sounds like there's going to be, quote-unquote, noticeable differences, whether it's upscaling or whatnot, on old courses. For example, like if you play Rattlesnake Ridge on these new machines, you should see more definition and features, clarity and so forth. But that'll be cool because the game is already based and coded. You're not going to see the full... Like we talked about on that, I think it was the Boston course he played, where you go from the tee box to the fairway, and there's kind of like the path, the golfers walk down, there's like weeds right next to the sides of it on both sides. But he said that you will notice improvement in clarity Okay. in, but, in terms of looking at these courses that are already currently in the game. And I think this has already been talked about, but we're, we're not going to have to... I mean, we might have to do small stuff because there's just... You know, we're so exact that we might have to do small things, but we're not relearning shots. It looked the gameplay looked the yeah. exact same. Yeah, okay. I I don't think there's anything to worry about in terms of. But oh, like I, I threw this out three degrees to the right, now it's totally different. I guarantee I, I don't you, think the first time Tony plays it, he's gonna be like, no, that's S- what, something that, changed. There's an extra click right there. You guys, oh, right. you guys, <laughs> you guys notice that? You know. Well, I know, I know. It, but overall, it's going to be very similar. But I, I, you know, that the really good players are going to. There's going to be a little thing here or there. They're like, yeah, I used to do it here, but now I just go. Yeah, but right that here. could also be in the back you know? of your mind, like when the ball's sure, running sure. at the hole, yeah. and you, you think it's either going to go in or it's going to stop short and get shot. He's like, some people hit the button, like it's just yes. that psychological oh. thing, and some people let it run out. Some people hit buns, quick buns, shot. Buns. That's what yeah. new graphics is going to bring. Mm-hmm. People will be like, no, that would have went. On the, mm-hmm. That would have went in on the old yeah. game. I know it would have. No, I'm going to use that one I know, a lot. I know Mouth went down and played it, and as far as I know, he had rave reviews about it and didn't mention one like one thing about gameplay being different okay. in terms of the you know, input-output of the trackball and the trackball reading. I mean, that that's your bread and butter right there. Yeah. To me, you've already got that dialed in. You have a player base. 
you need to keep that 100% spot on. You can change the console, you can change the graphics, the courses, all that shit. But that trackball is where the rubber meets the road. That That's the input, that's the output. Whatever you do that trackball, that's the result you see on the screen. Uh, is, it, is it the same trackball? As far as I know. It looked like it. Unless no, CJ I mean, Supreme is it, Ball like, is going in there. Is it a, it's the HAP trackball? Like it's... It looked like it, but I, I you couldn't really see up close. Well, I mean, I think any trackball is going to look like it on the outside. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. What's inside? I would assume so. Like, I don't think anyone. I would think really it would have to be if they're yeah. going to keep the same programming. Yeah. Right? yeah. That would be my thought. The, the, I, I don't. I, I don't. The one thing about the trackball that I know people have asked about and wanted, yeah, um, is to get it to where it's LED or uh, or mm-hmm. laser. Yeah. yeah, so it's not these wheels spinning through yeah, the thing. Yeah, because there is, you know, yeah, we're hard to get the ball like, to the right because there's only one roller on that side, and if it was a laser and stuff, it would be exact. It would be better. Yeah, it'd be mm-hmm. exact. It'd be a lot harder to bitch. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That laser's off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it jumped the fucking roller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I beat I beat the speed of the laser. Jesus. The, Kevin comes yeah. over. He's like, nope, these are lasers now. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just self-buried. Yeah. You just hit a shitty shot. Well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I I don't have much else. I got a fridge full of Coors Light. Uh, unfortunately, Andy and Aljaz have to go home to their families. Dinner not, time. Not, not for them, just for the listeners. I got they're, a T-Wolf They're game. fortunate. Ooh, are you going? Yeah. Who do we play? Jesus. Uh, the Jazz. Nice one. Oh, <laughs> Jazz is going to the Jazz. <laughs> jazz, yeah. Classic. Yeah. You win either oh, way. Oh, hey, we never found out Al's pivot team. Oh, yeah. Bills. So there, there seems oh, to be. Boy, you can't be the Bills oh. anymore. The Bills are actually like real quick. Can we, can we do? Oh, he has uh, a list. No, can we do? Uh, There's a list. Oh. Can you guys pull up? Since we're going to be watching football while we're in Dallas. Oh, Vikings play Thursday. Can everybody pick a team that your mortal lock against the spread, or a team you think is going to beat the spread? Yeah, your mortal lock. So, against so the we're asking our listeners apparently to come up to us at the tourney, and we can do side bets. Yeah. on Sunday action, but. So pull it up. So, give me the Washington football team. I want to go plus ahead. four versus uh, the Cowboys. Hmm. Where? Washington. Oh, I'm on board with that. I'll double up with you. Yep. So what? I got thrown off a little bit on the mortal also, part. Big Mike Williams has COVID, and Keenan Allen has COVID. Mm-hmm. That's because they were in that same wide receiver room. Emmett Smith yeah. ain't run all that time. Sounds like. Uh, a Jalen Guyton game. Uh, anyways, I don't want to, I'm not going to say mortal lock because before he said that, I was already thinking, I think the Jaguars cover the spread against the Titans. And what is it? The Titans have been reeling. Everybody's excited. They're getting Julio Jones back. They're finally going to get a receiver back. <laughs> and, and, and what's the number? The number's nine. The Titans are favored by nine. So you're and taking I think Julio Jaguars Jones, getting nine. I think Julio Jones, if he plays the entire game, gets Not less a... than the desirable targets. Okay. And I also think I'm he see might, how he might not. I can get a bet on the Titans right now. He might not make it past the uh, second quarter because Julio Jones, when he comes back from injury, tends to like to get re-injured. Tweak. And Jacksonville's been fighting a little bit, and the Titans have been mm-hmm. losing games to bad teams. They lost the Jets this year. So I, I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover the spread against the Titans. I'll take – I got two. Ooh, they're both, two mortal locks. They're, 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 Holy shit. Two teamers in. Uh, Steelers plus three and a half because we'll beat them by a field goal. 
God, I think we're going to get crushed. Uh, Raiders plus 10.5 against the Chiefs. So Steelers are getting 3.5 from the Vikings. I yes. like that Raiders one. So, oh, Jesus. Just, just to go back a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, last week the Jaguars lost at home to the Falcons. Falcons. Falcons, Falcons have showed a lot of fight the last three the, weeks. The week before that, they lost by 20 mm-hmm. to the 49ers. Yep. Falcons back time. Who'd let's, they go beat? Back, what, let's go back one Who'd more. they beat? The week before that, uh, they hang, they hung in there with the Colts. The Colts, which I think might be one of the best teams the, in the AFC. The seven and six Colts, yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take them at thirty to one before the season started. Like, chickened out. They started really slow too. Aren't they like zero and three, one and four? Or some they started out bad. You know who started slow in this crushing now is Miami. Um, one and seven, and now they're seven, six, and seven. So, so CJ, you got you got Raiders plus ten and a half and Steelers plus three and a half. So Steelers plus three and a half in Minnesota, Vegas, and then Vegas versus or at Kansas City plus ten and a half. Week before that, Andy, the Jaguars beat the Bills nine to six. Gosh. All right, let, 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 let's start Let's start looking at football stats. I know you guys got to go. I know yeah. we're probably boring listeners with uh, NFL statistics well, on I, games. We, that just, we just gave them free money, so, so they should yeah. be, if you're still listening, you're welcome. <laughs> Hopefully your flight is longer than right. an hour and 20 We're going to take yeah. off. I'm Will Sandstead. Andy Fox. CJ Wangler. Alzo's. We got Luke Nelson and we got Mikey over there as well. Crispy Lynette just rolled in. Uh, if you see us in Dallas, come up, say hi. If I forget your name, I apologize. I know that goes for all the other guys here as well. Uh, typically, to steal Dave Sandmeyer's line, we've been drinking and we've killed a lot of brain cells. Thank you again. Please like, subscribe, and uh, rate the Podmore Get Better podcast. And hopefully we we'll see you in Dallas. Thanks.